Um, I gave out the copies. Um, firstly, today is Wednesday. And here's the Gimalelu. And on Wednesdays we do Igris Kadesh. That's our Wednesday uh, Igris Kadesh. But today is also the Yema Chasana of the Friedrich Rebbe. It's the anniversary, the wedding anniversary of the Friedrich Rebbe. It's the 109th wedding anniversary. But if it's going into the 110th year. So we would all be remiss if we didn't talk a little bit about the Chasana. Two days ago, Yudala fellow was the Chasana of the Rebbe Rashab. And um, there was a desire that we should talk about the Rebbe Rashab's Chasana also. But... Uh, I didn't desire to go to Rebbe Rashab's Chasana. Not that I don't consider it important, but that we're going to start celebrating days. That's pretty much all we'll do. <laughs> and now that they published this book, Yemei Chabad, everybody's an expert. So, um, and tank. So I said then that I'll leave it for today. But Yudal Fell is the Yemei Chasana the Rebbe Rashab, the Rebbe Nishma And today, Yudgibulal is the Yemei Chasana of the Friedrich Rebbe. The Friedrich Rebbe got married on a Friday. Getting married on a Friday has problems halakhically. Because you're worried about running into Shabbos. And there's a story about it apparently. But there are more. But the, it was very strongly discouraged by Chasanah's Friday. Even in the summertime, when days are longer, it's not a good idea to make a Chasanah Friday. Halakhically it's permitted. There are no problems with Shilas of Shabbos and so forth. And the din is, you make a Chasanah Friday, you make the the Sudas Chasana, the dinner, what's the Shabbos? You make the Sudas Chasana, the dinner. No, what's the Shabbos? On a band gate. Um, yeah, but the Sudas Chasana was Matzah Shabbos, not Friday. The reason why our Rabbeim insisted on making weddings Friday, notwithstanding that there's a problem with it, is because the Alter Rebbe's father got married on a Friday. Reboruch. Sorry? They didn't all do it. They tried. Making a wedding has factors that are not always in your control. But in the Beis Arab, they attempted to make weddings on Friday. The reason the Alter Rebbe's father got married Friday is an interesting story. The Alter Rebbe's father was a Baruch. The Baruch was a Tzaddik and a Gon and a Kodesh and a Nistus. And I guess we would call him a fanatic. <laughs> he was a Makushet. And he insisted that his wedding should be on the birthday of his Rebbe. The Helech of Balshemtev. The Balshemtev's birthday is Chayelum. Chayelum that year was Shabbos. Tov Kuf Gimel. 1743. Chayelum was... Shabbos. Shabbos can't make a wedding. So you have to make it Matzah Shabbos. And when the Baruch negotiated with his future Shved, Abba Vroham Agana, Abraham the gardener, about the Chasana, he was a very difficult Chasana. He was so opinionated. He had so many... He wasn't a young Chasana. He was a young Chasana biologically, but in wisdom he was ancient. And the, the Shved had to make a lot of compromises to appease his Chasana. He should agree, he should go to the Chuppah with his daughter. The, all the compromises were made by the Shved. 
and he was very happy to do it, and he had no regrets about the shidduch. It worked out. But in any case, the Baruch, one of his conditions was that he wanted the chassan to be on Chayel, and it was agreed, Matzah Shabbat Shalom Chubba. A few weeks before the wedding, he came to his father-in-law and said, if you wish... Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Who said you're not allowed with this? It's a time for making weddings. <laughs> they... Why not? Of course I have to say Zikhar. Matzah Shabbos. A chuppah doesn't have to be by day. You had what? You had a problem with Sheva Brachas. You didn't have a problem with chuppah. You had a problem with how many days to count Sheva Brachas and things like this. There's no problem making a chuppah by night. I got married in the winter. It was 7 o'clock. The Rebbe went home after might of two hours. The Rebbe spoke a sikha and gave dows, which I went to before my Kabbalah spun him. There's no problem getting married at night. There's no, there's no such issue. It's a problem with, 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 with days of Sheva Brachas. That's all. In any case, so the, the Baruch came to his future Shved and said, if you wish, you can make the wedding on Friday. I give you permission. So they got married Friday afternoon. And of course, the Hemshach of the story was that the, the Rebbe Tzenifke, the Rebbe's mother, was not getting pregnant. She wasn't conceiving. And they got very concerned. And the Baruch went to the Yilab Hashem The Alter Rebbe was born two years to the day after their wedding. They got married at of Chayelo, Tafkuf Gimel, that's 1843. Al-Tarev was born Chayelo Shnas Kohos, 1845. And the, the explanation that's implicit, the word implicit means it's not explicit, it's mashma. And the Sikha says that since the Al-Tarev was in Neshama Chadasha, and the Ibur of a Neshama Chadasha is Chav Dalet Chaydesh, it takes 24 months for Neshama Chadasha to to gestate, to have sufficient time to calm down. So apparently, this is why, it doesn't say clearly, but it's implicit. In the Sikhs, it took two years. And the Baruch kept going to the Baal for Bracha, and the Baal Shem don't worry. <laughs> In the beginning, the Baal knew that a new Neshama was going to be born. He just didn't know to whom. And at a certain point, it doesn't say when, he figured out that this was it, oh, does it, this. And he took special care of the Alter Rebbe before the Alter Rebbe was even born. And this is the beginning of the tradition of the Beis Araf to make weddings on Fridays. The Fidigal got married on a Friday. Yud Gimel was Friday, Megishtal Chupa, the got married. There's a very interesting pre-story and post-story, which I'll share with you. And it's a story that involves the Rebbe Rashab also, whose chasna was two days ago, and we didn't talk about him, and his mother, the Rebbe Tzendifke. It's an interesting Maise, and it's a very appropriate Elo story. When they were talking about a Shidduch, for the Friedrich Rebbe, the Rebbe Sinrifke, the Rebbe Rashab's mother, wanted, they had Yamut an offer that the Friedrich Rebbe should marry a, a, a daughter of a Gvir, a, a, a rich Chassid, who wanted the Friedrich Rebbe as a son in law, and he was offering the Beis Arav a lot of money for the Shidduch, a huge Naden. The Rebbe Sinrifke, she was the matriarch, she was the bookkeeper. And there was not no money. <laughs> and the Rebbe business went on as normal. People came, people went, they had to feed everybody. And all the things that Lubavitch did, she, she was in charge. The Rebbe Rashab had his head in the Siddur, and maybe in the Chassidus. But the Rebbe Tzernifke was making sure there was Panos, and there was nothing. The Friedrich Rebbe writes that my brother, my uncles moved away from home. They all went bankrupt. They all moved back into the house, and there was no Panos. She was feeding the Rebbe Rashab, and the Razor, and the Rebbe Nachamendel, everybody. It was in So she wanted that the Fidik Rebbe should marry Agmir Shatochter, which was not unheard of. It happened in the Beis Arav. 
Hardenstein, yeah, the Rebbe Rashab's sister, who got married five years earlier, Rachel and Bayes, married Hardenstein. Very, very wealthy people. Gay but very wealthy. The Rebbe Tindreda the oldest daughter of the Rebbe Marash, was Ginsburg. He was a very wealthy man. Very, very wealthy. So the Rebbe wanted that they should make a shidduch with a Rebbe Shemeshpah, with a Gvira Shemeshpah. The Rebbe, the son, the Rebbe Rashab wanted Tarski Meshpach. He wanted, he wanted family. So he and his mother had a sikhsach. The derecheres that there was between the Rebbe Rashab and his mother was uh, impossible to understand. The Rebbe Tzernitke instructed that nobody should eat until the Rebbe Rashab finished davening. The Rebbe Rashab davened Shabbos a whole day. So everybody fasted. And she, of course, didn't eat before davening. Shabbos said, hey, at the get up six in the best said, Essen, davening far an Essen, the Essen far an Davin, davening Essen. This was the same Rebbe So the Rebbe Rashab finds out that his mother is fasting a whole Shabbos. And she's making everybody else fast. So he changed his schedule. He got up for talk. Early, 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 he started to daven. And he finished with the minion. So the Rebbe Tzernifka heard that her son changed his davening schedule for her. That's what the Lashon is. She started to cry. So the Rebbe Rashab didn't want his mother to cry. So he went back to his old schedule of making everybody wait the whole day. This was the derecheres there was between the mother and the son. So they had this sikhsach. She wanted that they should, the Rebbe should marry Gvir, Hilvan Parnasa. And the Rebbe wanted that she should marry Pesaraf. So they did what it says in the Tehra, Nikrola Nairov, Nishalas Pia, the last, the Chassan to make the decision. The Rebbe, the Fidikarev. So the Fidikarev was called, and he was told the two positions. I suppose he was told without names, who says what, that wouldn't be fair to him. And he said he wants Mishpach. And he married a cousin, he married... He married a second cousin. He said, the Rebbe Marash's brother's granddaughter married the Rebbe Marash's grandson. They were second cousins. They were both Shneers. So the end of the story was that the Rebbe Sinidifke Fatachem Lekach. The Rebbe Sinidifke in Lubavitch was a real Rebbe The Rebbe Rashab didn't give Lekach. The Rebbe Rashab davened and learned. Maybe there was a chosid or two the Rebbe gave Lekach. But giving Lekach like the Rebbe gave Lekach I heard this from a Yid who knows. It's a munkacher meaning. This is the, the Rebbe took this from the Mechsaloza. There were things that the Rebbe adopted from the munkacher. One of them was giving lekech, another was giving matzah. In Chabad there was no such thing. The Mechsaloza, the Rebbe loved the Mechsaloza. The munkacher used to give lekech and the munkacher used to give matzah. That's the source. The, the Rebbe didn't give lekech. Stand the whole day giving lekech. Erev Yom Kippur. Hashan But the Rebbe gave lekech. The mother. And everybody went to the Rebbe for Lekach. The Grestach Sidim. Everybody went and stood in line and got from the Lekach. And she gave the sweetest brachas. <laughs> the Rebbe said it. Okay? And the first person to get Lekach was the Rebbe, her son. So when he came to his mother, the following year of Yom Kippur, to add Lekach, so he says, And I want to ask Mechila of Yom Kippur, if Chasasholim, there was an Indian from not Kibbut of Aim because we didn't listen to you about the Shidduch. This is what the Rebbe Rashab tells his mother. So she says to her son, the Rebbe, Ich will dir der Zeilen am I want to tell you a story. And she tells him the following story. That there was a Yeshuvnik, a village person, a peasant, who never doubted with a minion. Never doubted with a minion. Her son, this was the tradition. Her son, he went into the city to have a minion. And this time they made sleeping arrangements before, I don't know these details. 
And the Sayyidah was that Arab Yom Kippur they would eat and they would change their shoes and the whole family would march together to town dressed in the Yom Kippur fineries, the white clay that they used to wear and the maqsir and so forth and the spend Yom Kippur in, in, uh, in the city, in Stott. You think the city was a big city? The city had 10 Jews, it was a big city. In any case, they ate the Sudas Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur and he was a simple man, he was no rabbi, he was no learned man. So when you eat a festive meal, you drink. And maybe he had a couple of drinks too many. He was a little bit dizzy, a little bit lightheaded. And his family was taking its time. So he was a little bit impatient. He says, I have to go clear my head. I'm going to walk ahead of you. And I'll meet you by the tree. They had a tree which was a regular meeting place where the family would meet whenever they would march into town. I'll wait for you by the tree. He goes to the tree. He sits down and falls asleep. And his family marches right by the tree and forgets about him. He wakes up, there's three stars in the sky. You see him keep it. It's dark. <laughs> He's got his box in. He's in the middle of no place. And his family forgot him. And he's furious. Then he stops. He stops. And he stands up. And he says, Rebbeinu Shalelem. Meine Kinder haben auf mir vergessen. Aber ich bin sein Meichel. My children forgot about me, but I forgive them. You should forgive your children like I forgive my children. So the Rebbe said to the Rebbe, Zol the Rebbe shter meichel zayin ale yid natazev yich ben dir meichel. She says, the Rebbe should forgive all Jews like I forgive you. This is the story. In any case, the Rebbe got married on Friday. The Rebbe got married on Gimel Elu. Tafreshna Zayin, 1897 on Friday. It was a big simcha, it was a ben yachid of the Rebbe Nishmaseyn. All the chassidim came, thousands of chassidim came, it was a moedendike simcha. And the Rebbe Rashab said chassidus on a shir and on a breg. I mean, the amount of chassidus that was a... There's a maimer kol hanehene. Kol hanehene misudus chassid. It's not so famous, but about 40 pages. Only... Which was the maimet that he said the Shabbos before the chasana, Ufrof, you understand? It's a huge maimet, Askolik, a maimet, difficult maimet. During the week of Sheva Brachas, he said the Samach, the Samach. Samach is about 170 pages, that's it. <laughs> he said Chasidus 11 times. I think so, 11 times. And there's a Rishima where it says the names of the maimotim and when he said each maimet. But when the Rebbe Rashab wrote the Samach, the Samach, in other words, the Samach, the Samach that we have, it came out Vachativa Achas. It's one long essay. It's a, it's, it's a master, it's a brilliant piece. The Samach, the Samach is very gewaldic. And you should know, of the Haskola, the Kem Sheikh, and the Rebbe Nishma Satan, it's one of the easiest. It's a very the Kalashan. It's, it's, the Yonim are explained very well. Ideas that appear in later my modern, more bekitzer, on the Samach, the Samach, by Riches. In other words, a person wants to get into the more involved Hasidus. Samach the Samach is a place to start because he really, really, the elaboration in the Samach the Samach is, is, is uncharacteristic. Even at the Rebbe Rashab. And the, the Sugi of Simcha, you know, the whole Sturim of Simcha Pirates Gedet, it's in the Samach the Samach. It's a very interesting Hemshech. But in any case, this was the Rebbe said that by the Chasana. And it was a Murundike Simcha. Everybody rejoiced in Ben Rabbeinu, the 17 year old Chasana of the Rebbe. Nobody knew who the Fidik Rebbe was. But the, the son of the Rebbe, that was enough. Sunday, the Rebbe Rashab called his famous meeting. He announced by the Chassan, he announced on Friday that Sunday is going to be a meeting. He wants to discuss something. And um, he selected, he, he 
listed whom he and who was invited. It wasn't an open meeting. He invited the Rabbanim, the Mashpiyim, the Gedele Yisrael, and the Gvidim, the business people. And it was by this meeting that the Rebbe Hashab introduced the idea of making a yeshiva, making ten chetmimim. Now, the Rebbe Hashab said, 20 years, I tumbled on the Ehalim to decide whether or not to make a yeshiva. If you count backwards 20 years, his father, the Rebbe Manash, was still alive. So if I stood, that the idea of ten chetmimim, of making a yeshiva, dawned in the Rebbe Hashab's mind when he was a teenager, when he was himself a young man. In other words, it, it crystallized very, very far the notion of making a yeshiva with a clear nigla chsidis and that they have talmidim that are called tmimim and deserve the label tmimim. This was an idea that the Rebbe Nishma Satan developed over many, 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 many years. And the decision to make tem chatmimim didn't come easy. It didn't come easy at all. But one of the interesting stories, I mentioned the Rebbe's mother, the Rebbe Tzendifke, the Friedrich Rebbe's grandmother, whose yard site is Yud Shvat, by the way. They share yard site. Um... He came to his mother with the idea of making a yeshiva, and she was very excited. Great idea, and mama will be wonderful, and you'll, you'll change the face of Russia. So after his mother got all excited, he says to his mother, Mame, what are they going to eat? There was nothing for them to eat. What are the Bacham going to eat? What will he? That was the end of it. This is how the Rebbe felt, how the Rebbe felt. With the kind that I was actually the other day looking for something, and I didn't find what I was looking for. The Bible of the Blatter and Teda Shalom, the Teda Shalom, the Sikhs and the Rebbe Shmuel Zayin, and there's an expression over there where the Rebbe says, "Ich spiel zich mit de tmimim, atas evi a kind spiel zich mit de finger." I toy, should I have pleasure from the tmimim, from the talmidim of the yeshiva, like children play with their fingers. That was the 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 depth of attachedness. The Rebbe Nishmasayim felt to Tem Chetmimim and to the Tmimim. And the standard Lashen was the Kinder. They didn't call them the Talmidim. The Rebbe Rashab never called them the students. The Kinder. The Tmimim and Lubavitch were called the Kinder. This was the kind of relationship that the Rabbeim had. And the Rabbeim gave the Tmimim. I mean, it's, it's not to be believed what was given by the Rabbeim. What they, what they infused in the Tmimim and what they got out. What they got as a, as a, uh, a return from this previous investment. But in any case, so something that ever called a meeting. And by the meeting, he proposed to make a yeshiva. And he explained, he said, there's no shortage of Tata. There was enormous yeshivas, a lot of very great, successful yeshivas in Lita. Russia, don't forget, there's Lita. You had Slabotke, and you had, of course, Valozhin, the famous Valozhin. You had many great yeshivas that were producing Go'oinim. You have to understand, the yeshiva then was different than the yeshiva today. Today, the first person, reason to have a boy in yeshiva, they shouldn't be on the street. <laughs> in those days, a boy didn't get near a yeshiva unless he had a gavaldike cup, a, a, a moidendike head. I mean, the, the, the standard of excellence is incomparable. And the, the, the London that the yeshivas produced were of a totally different caliber. So there is no shortage of teda, he says. But he sees a shorter of teda with Yiddish Shamayim. And he wants to make a yeshiva whose foundation is Teda with Yiddish Shamayim. What the Rebbe Rashab would call Teda Tmima, a whole Teda, a perfect Teda. And in order to facilitate this, it was necessary to have Nigla and Chsidis. Nigla and means Teda Tmima, a whole, a complete Teda that encompasses both Nigla as well as Lina uh, Chsidis. This was the 
idea that the Rebbe had in uh, making Tem Chatmim. So he made a proposition and he told he told the people at the meeting, I want you to know that I've already reached a conclusion. But before I tell you my decision, I want to hear your opinions. So the various people spoke up. The Chsid Shiyidin said, of course we're going to make a yeshiva. And we're going to make it work and it's going to be successful. The practical people, the Balabat and the business people said, Pesach Menolam, we don't even have enough money to support the Rebbe, the family, the Beis Arav. How are we going to make a yeshiva? In any case, after everybody spoke their piece, and the Fidik Rebbe in one place describes a little bit of that discourse, this dialogue, the Rebbe says, we're making a yeshiva. <laughs> I already made my decision. And um, on that day, Yom Rishon, Tes Vav, Elo, the Rebbe Rashab was Meyaset Tem Chetmim. The Rebbe Rashab made the yeshiva's Tem Chetmim. This day is a very special day. This, in other words, today is Wednesday, so this is Friday. And the Fidik Rebbe celebrated and commemorated the day of the Yasus Tem Chetmim on a regular basis. In fact, the Rebbe made a point of being by the Tzian of the Rebbe Rashab. The Fidik Rebbe went in Pezai in 1927 to his father's Tzian on this day to ask permission to leave Russia. Because it was a Yem Segula, the day of the Yasus of Tem Chetmim. And the Rebbe Rashab made a yeshiva. And on Wednesday, which was Chayelo, and I mentioned before, Chayelo, this was the day of the Alter Rebbe's parents' wedding and the day of the Baal Shem Tov's birth. And the day of the Alter Rebbe's birth, the yeshiva opened up his doors and they started learning. So Rebbe Zusheh, Vilamoski, Zechreini Levrocha, used to say, so the yeshiva started on Sunday. The learning started on Wednesday. What did they do for three days? They opened up the kitchen. They had Fabrengen. Fabrengen. In any case, Wednesday, Chayelo, the yeshiva started. The yeshiva started out with a very small select group of bachrim, many of whom were already in Lubavitch, what was called in those days Yoishrim, who were sitting there to draw chasidis, and they were elter bachrim. The first tmimim were, were, were not kids, they were in their 20s, and self-sufficient London, they didn't need teachers anymore, goinim. And the ikir purpose, the pertinent framework of yeshiva was, from that point of view, they got room and board for free, <laughs> which they didn't have before. And from the yeshiva's point of view, they were learning chasidis. And mashpiyim they were given. And the mashpiyim, b'chlal and tem chatmimim, especially the first years, were not, they were not people. The mashpiyah harishin, as the Fidik Rebbe calls, the mashpiyah behei ha-yediyeh, was the chasid Rebbe Hendel, Chanoich Hendel Kugel, who passed away six months after they started the yeshiva. But the yeshiva has his stamp, who was the Mitzvah a chasid, he wasn't a big Moscow, he wasn't a big Esmer Chassidus. But he was an Oivid Nifla, it was an unbelievable Oivid Elikim with Midas Niflois, his Midas Tevis were well, Adarachah Flor. And his Avas Yisrael was, was infinite. And he was a, a Tzir Chai of Chassidus Shavaramkai. He was a living Tzir of an inspired, passionate Chassid. And every person he met, every person he touched, kept his Tzir, kept his warmth forever. You, you met Handel, your life was changed. The Friedrich Rebbe, if you could say this, the most important person in the Fidik Rebbe's life in terms of Chinuch was his father. The second most important in the Fidik Rebbe's life in terms of Chinuch was his grandmother. And the third most important person in terms of Chinuch in the Fidik Rebbe's life was this Chassid Rebbe Handel. Handel was like the Makad of Zayn. Handel was, was older than the Rebbe Rashab. He was probably older than the Rebbe Marash. It was a Chassid. He lived in Lubavitch. And um, he was the first Mashpia. The second Mashpia was Greinim. I think he Greinim. Rabshmuel Grein Mesterman, he was a totally different seer. He was a Chassidish Malamid, 
this is not a man who's poor as night. The handle was poorer. Don't worry. He was a malamed in, 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 in a city, near Zemben. He lived in Zemben. Zemben was a Hasidic Shestat that had two famous Hasidim who were his Mashpiyim. The Rav was Rabbi Avram Zemben, Rabbi Remke Zemben, there was one Mashpiyim. And the other Mashpiyim was the famous Hasid Rajdam, Rabbi Shmuel Barisever. He lived at the end of his life in Zemben. These were the Grenim's Mashpiyim. And Grenim was a malamed. And he was a Moscow Nisla Hasidis. He was an unbelievable expert at the Haskal of Hasidis. But, but he davened with a minion. He wasn't our event. And um, the Rebbe took him as a mashpia to teach the Bacham Chassidus. And the Rebbe used to say that his job is to teach Haskola. I mean, Grenim was much more than a maskal. Grenim was a big chassid. But he was a whole different seer. And um, he was elevated from Alamed. You know, when he was a Alamed, he was so poor he couldn't afford candles. He would learn Chassidus by the light of the moon. I got to talk to Knelt. The whole day he was teaching children. And he would sit by the moonlight. And then Hasidus, at the end of his life, he was simply blind because he exhausted his eyes. That, that was again Grenim. I mean, you're talking about Ayid. And he was the Mashpia. He lived in Jembin. And when the Yeshiva first started, the Rebbe sent a Talmudim to Jembin. He was Miyasa, the branch of Tachmimim in Jembin, and the branch of Tachmimim in Lubavitch. Eventually, Grenim moved to Lubavitch, and the Yeshiva moved to Lubavitch. But in the beginning, the Yeshiva was in Jembin. And the Rebbe used to say that the best I kept by me. <laughs> in other words, the first Tmimim, the choices that the Rebbe Lashab felt the most potentially kept by Hendel. They learned by the Hendel. This is the Temcha Tmimim. And of course, the rest is history. The, it's, it's not only history, it's, it's, it's the present and it's the future. The idea of making a yeshiva that Yetzel and Muhammad is based David, that's what the Rebbe Lashab's vision was. And he spoke about it in some Chastelet Tafishamachalaf to fight the war to bring Mashiach. And as he explained that there are going to be two tkufas, two yoivlas, two jubilees, he called it. Cherfu evecha adeshem and cherfu ikfus meshechacha. And the Rebbe always finishes. Barach adeshem l'yeilam omen v'yomen. The end of capital peites. Cherfu means there's a, there's a blaspheming of evecha, of the enemies of the Eibishter. And then there is Kherfu Ikvis Meshikacha, described the Rebbe Frumi Yidin, Erlacha Yidin, who are Macharev and Magadif against the Indian of Mashiach. And the Rebbe said he's creating a Tzava, an army to fight, fight both of these battles the battle of Kherfu Evech Hashem and Kherfu Ikvis Meshikacha. And he quoted the Gemara in Sanhedrin that the Gemara says, Kishara Isa, Deirach Adair Macharev and Magadif, Tzapa Leragam Shal Mashiach. When you see one generation and a second generation who are both Macharaf and Magadav, that means that they speak very disrespectfully of the Abishta and the state and of Mashiach, anticipate Sapal Ragosha Mashiach. This was the vision for the purpose of making Temchatmim. And if you may say so, and if only a may, I don't know if you have permission to say so, the Rebbe Rashab created the Friedrich Rebbe's Messias Nefesh army. I mean, that's a, in the times of the Rebbe Rashab, Temchatmim was a luxury. It was. It was a great luxury. What Temchatmim produced. In the time of the Fidik Rebbe, it was survival of Amisol Mamish. In any case, it, it, it is the Yema Chasana of the Fidik Rebbe, so we fabrenged for 27 minutes and 29 seconds about Yema Chasana Fidik Rebbe.